What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Sasquatches for 25 years. My American Global Awakening to the New World Order. My American Artificial Intelligence Control. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. What is going on, everyone? Woo! Oh, my goodness. Gregory, how you doing in studio? What it is, everybody? Got that blue and red back there. It's very calming. Oh, it's you know, in the nice. pink moon. You know, it's a full moon tonight, actually. It is. It is. Yeah. I think it was last night, was it not? It was almost. Uh, it's a, it was a waxing gibbous, okay? Yeah. Uh, whatever the fuck. I don't know what the hell it's called, dude. Gibbous. That sounds like something you pay for. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a Harry Potter moon, you know? Oh, shit. Anyways, yeah. It's uh, Tuesday, right? It is Tuesday. Yeah. Schmooze day. Uh, you, know? you know, just enjoying it, man. Uh, kids still sick, unfortunately. That's been fun. But yeah. You know, it happens. It fucking happens. It's brutal, dude. You know, she actually is not that sick. Dude, honestly, she was in bed all day yesterday, but she was just watching TV. And I'm like, are you going to rest or do anything? Like, because you could do homework. And she's like, I just, my head, my head hurts. And I'm like. I just want to sit and veg out in front of the TV, Dad. Yeah, just let me freaking veg. Yeah. yeah. So I told her, I was like, hey, if you're going to relax tonight, tomorrow, you got to get on it. She has a big school project due uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah? Yeah, tomorrow, a science project. And so I'm like, it, she's already. She's got a, does she have to build one of those volcanoes or something? No, she just had to, like, do, like, this. Uh, she could pick what it was, but she had to do, like, a. Uh, compare it to other things so she did popcorn like popping popcorn mm. uh, oh. different brands and like what pops the fastest and what tastes the best and stuff so wow bro okay <clears throat> so how do you determine like the the she, rate it's she timed it one pops? well i mean it's not <laughs> it's not individual popping it's it's bagged popcorn it has to be buttered she decided that yeah. it had to be the buttered ones mm. and she popped it and, and we timed it to see like what bag finished first uh, which one was like the most flavorful? You know what I'm saying. And also uh, depends on the microwave. Oh, did you guys sure. measure how many seeds were in the bag left over? I don't. She she worked on that part with Jill, so maybe I don't think so though. I think it was just. I think it was just about the quickness of the popping. Like how fast did it start popping? How long did it take to fully pop? Or at least <laughs> like I need my popcorn now. Yeah, uh, you it's, know, it's, five seconds. We're talking about fourth grade science here, bro. Uh, this is this <laughs> yeah. is no uh, like. There were 37. There was cones. no like volumetric measurements yeah. of inside the bag. Yeah. And we need the wattage of the microwave. We need exactly <laughs> the temperature that yeah. it reached. There's exactly a half a gram of butter on each piece of kernel. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, she she just has to do a poster board. That's all that she has left. So it's there's, you know, but we were in Disneyland and she was backed up on homework. And then obviously, and then next week is spring break. So she's like, it's just a bad time to be sick. That's that's all I'm saying. Uh, it's just a bad time to be sick. But regardless, I hope she feels better. And she is. She's feeling better. Good. Uh, I know Chris came in. You're like, I'm not feeling great today. Yeah. Oh no. I wasn't. When I got up this morning, I was like, Ugh. yeah. I well, mean, hey, hopefully you guys get this shit out of your system before I get down there. Dude, honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't even think that it's for me. I don't think it's uh like I'm sick. Uh, like yesterday, I wasn't feeling great, but I'm just I'm tired. I mean, I was just kind of bumming yesterday. Disneyland. We went to to Dallas. Just a lot going on, man. I'm just I I could sleep for a day right now. That's what my body yes. is kind of telling me. Yeah, I, I would fucking fuck love down. that. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I'm hoping like on my flight down there, I don't die of turbulence like the uh, DC <laughs> lawyer did. Oh yeah, uh, previously served on the Clinton admin. So there's actually was... been a lot of turbulence uh, on planes lately. Yeah, exactly right. There has it's been. seemingly yeah, like is this uh, someone related or not related, but uh, connected to the Clinton administration just dies suddenly again. But now this is this is weird because Chris just brought this up before the show is that this jet didn't crash. Yeah, this wasn't a plane crash. Yeah, it didn't crash. It just had turbulence, and I don't know. It didn't say from what I've have read. It didn't say like what exactly happened inside the plane. Yeah, but somehow she got hurt or something. But, and, but we're sure that the plane landed. Yes. Yeah. So it says a, a prominent wow. D.C. lawyer. Her name is Dana Hyde. She's fifty five years old. Who served in the Clinton and Obama administration was killed in a private jet. Uh, mm-hmm. She was aboard, hit bad turbulence while flying over New England. Said the uh, passenger, or sorry, the business jet carrying five passengers made an emergency landing at. Oh, see, there's only like five passengers on it. Yeah, this is yeah, a, it was a small job. private jet, small bro. Hit job. Uh, made an emergency landing at Bradley International Airport in Connecticut on Friday after encountering heavy turbulence. So yeah, but she also was the lawyer who served on the 9/11 Commission, which yeah. pretty much, you know what I mean. That was now, something that was created by George Bush, and it was there to kind of just cover everything up and be like, yeah, we did our due diligence, we investigated it, hands are clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, are they getting rid of this woman to kind of hide the evidence, so to speak, sweep it under the rug? Well, I mean, a lot could happen during turbulence, right? I mean, if you want to go down that road, yeah, it, I mean, if a plane drops, you could fly up and hit the ceiling, yep. but also you could smash someone's head against the floor or the wall and then blame it on turbulence. Sure. Or she, maybe she was in the privy. You know what I mean? She was getting that mile high club. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, well, and then maybe. something happens. You know, she wasn't wearing her seatbelt. I, I, I have you know? a feeling there's not one on this one. Like five passengers, probably not a huge place. Maybe there's a toilet. I don't know. It's hard to say. Hell know. yeah, there has Is to there? be a toilet. No, dude. no. Yes. I, how big of a jet are we talking about? No, it's a, it's a, it's a small one. It's well, a, I, that's a little saying. plane. A little private plane. A little private plane. Like some of them don't have bathrooms, man. Yeah, this, I don't think this does have a bathroom. No, like the small, like normal person, like uh, like you're rich but not so rich that you have like an actual. I mean, it's like, not like jet. a little Cessna. No, but it is like a little jet. Yeah, I get you. But, okay, well, yeah, I mean, she wasn't flying far. I don't think it was well, like no. from New Hampshire to New England or something like that. The last movie me and my wife went to was Plane. I don't Ooh. know if you've heard that. <clears throat> actually, uh, yeah? I'm gonna Gerard Butler, that. and it was actually. Really, really good. Uh, if you just want like a... I like how you did that with your fingers. Really, like a really spaghetti. Good. Like, the spaghetti sauce was a sauce of meatballs. Yeah. That was Jesus. really dumb. Uh, wow, you were <laughs> diving on that. Uh, he got in the Gerard Butler mode. And he was yeah. Like, uh, no. Uh, I like that uh, uh, that camera angle there, Chris. Uh, yeah, Coming up from down below. Yeah. Look at you. It, it well, I like low, it because huh? I can see the massive stack of hard AF. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, no, so about the movie, though, it was what was good about it was there's no, like, you didn't feel like they were pushing an agenda. It was just action from beginning to end. Graphics were good. It was just an action movie. Yeah. Like a good old freaking action movie. Good old fashion action. But the thing is, is it, the plane hit turbulence. And that's that's kind of the problem. I'm not going to give it away, but the, pl- you, the plane crashes, bro. Like, that's the movie. It's called Plane. But uh, it hit turbulence, and one of the um, the flight attendants, obviously not buckled, she flew up in the air and broke her neck on a, on a uh, chair, on like oh, one yeah. of the things. Well, now we need to find out how she died, like what was the cause of death, because if she broke her neck, obviously, yeah, okay, I get it. But if, if this was just like a, oh, 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 turbulence, you know what I mean? Like, was this mm. an internal thing that happened, like organ failure, like her heart gave out? I don't Yeah. Or was this a neck-breaking <clears throat> kind of... 
Like how I, turbulent are we talking? Because she, why did it, nobody it, else? It doesn't say. This? It just says she was transported to the hospital by ambulance and then died Friday. Yeah, well, it says I'm, that the uh, the remains her remains are with Connecticut Office of Chief Medical Examiner, while the FBI and the National Transportation Safety Board investigate what happened on board. Well, I guess what we need to discover <clears throat> is what kind of information did Dana Hyde provide to the 9-11 Commission? Was she like that important to the actual thing? Because she wasn't on the actual commission. She was counsel, like, so she was a lawyer for the actual commission. So I don't know if she provided some cover-up or some special evidence. I don't know if she would know because she's a lawyer. Yeah. I mean, maybe you know? it's just going to come out that she just had, like, you know, during turbulence, she had blunt force trauma with a bullet. Oh, yes. Yeah, she was uh, blunt force hanged inside of a plane, just like Epstein, you know? God, yeah. I don't know. Dude, Probably, I was... not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Breakneck speeds, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? I mean, the, the, what's weird is, like, obviously she has ties to the Clintons, dude. Okay, there's that. There's the 9-11 thing. That's, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, bro, like... I mean, there's sometimes shit does just happen. There's lots of people that have been involved with this stuff. I mean, these commissions and the people and the lawyers and all the people that have testified. You're talking about thousands of people. Those people in life as normal life will have accidents, will have uh, death. You know what I'm saying? And yes, uh, this one is different than a lot of them because you're on a plane with four other people. OK, uh, right? your husband's one of them, to be yeah. fair. Uh, and, uh, you know, turbulence like this is. We've seen multiple turbulences. There have actually been people dying from turbulence. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, we saw the plane that was going overseas. Matthew, uh, Matthew McConaughey's wife was on that plane, hit turbulence, and it, was, it just happened to hit when the seatbelt thing was off. People mm. were just sitting, and people flew all over that fucking plane. No. Uh, uh, shit destroyed. I mean, people. Did anybody <laughs> die, though? No one died in that one, uh, but there was like seven pretty severe injuries, or six or okay. seven injuries. But you're all talking, right. but here's the deal you're also talking about a. Big ass jetliner, right? Which I just went through turbulence on my flight, and you got big yeah. old padded seats. Yeah, uh, you know it's. We'll uh, have to see a small we'll plane. Have to see what the uh, autopsy report shows. Yeah, I mean, a small plane seems like she. It would be harder to like fly up in the air and and you know hurt yourself. Or but then again, if she wasn't buckled and it hit turbulence, she smacked her head on the fucking side of the plane. Yeah. Dude, that's what I'm saying. She was doing that mile high club, man. She was delivering. Well, you she, know what? If she and... was doing the mile high club, they were having a full party because at a plane that's that small, saying. there were dicks out and boobs out. And, and... <laughs> that's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. So I mean, if you're gonna go, I guess go on a party. You know what I mean? mean yeah, but they she wasn't dead on the plane. They I, no, they transported. They transported her. the ambulance the and and then they went through it. So I, it's easy. My to, guess like, is uh, head injury, and then she kind of had like an aneurysm or something. Yeah. Mm. yeah well, not that, even that's going to be my best guess. She's bled out. Yeah, or died suddenly from something. You know what I mean? Well, she didn't die. Suddenly. Yeah, she did, supposedly didn't die. She suddenly. Didn't die she suddenly. went on the ambulance and she was pronounced dead later. So like I, she it wasn't su suddenly. Supposedly, uh, that, that's. Mm. It says she was rushed to an ambulance to a hospital at Hartford, Connecticut, right where she was pronounced dead. So okay. I don't, I don't know. Oh, so she was just pronounced. She could have. She been was before. pronounced dead at the hospital. Yeah. She I don't know. Been dead. Who knows? If you're in an ambulance, they would pronounce you dead in the ambulance. Like they're not going to give you uh, life, you know, like pump and chest and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if she's gone, gone, if she's gone, like dead on the scene, like they don't just go put her in there and let's pump her chest for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, who, we'll find out more. But to well, your... anyway, I hope I don't go through that shit. I don't want to be Clinton on the way over to uh, Texas. So. Oh, God. I think you're fine. I, honestly. <laughs> you don't want to be turbulenced? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the new thing? 
Tur- uh, turbicided. You, you <laughs> said it. I think you said it best, dude. Like yeah. no one. Like we don't really know how active she was in this shit as like an aide or a uh, assistant. You know, like yeah. is she? Did she have some privy information that would lead to something like this? Like that's where people are going to start speculating. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just again, uh, I want. I'll see. I'll wait and see what they Occam's say. Razor. The simplest mm. explanation tends to be the right one. People die. Oh, it's We're unfortunate. No, I'm just saying, people die. It is unfortunate. What do you mean we're going there? I hate the Occam's Razor thing. <laughs> Why? Because it's not fun? Yeah. It's boring. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> it's like the razors are for, like, shaving off my pubic hair, okay? Uh-oh. That's about all they're good for. <laughs> okay. Come on now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's uh good. You, who was Occam, anyway? Yeah, I don't know who yeah, I don't know. Some <clears throat> fuck. Some boring ass. <laughs> no, some guy anyway, that just yeah. said some shit and now everyone quotes him. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's like not even that complicated of a, a message either. It's it like fe- it's probably yeah. the simplest thing. And then they're like, genius. You're right. Genius. <laughs> well, you know what else is genius? Is part of my American.com because that shirt that Chris has on is yeah. sexy as fuck. Ooh. Patriots never say die. My yeah. God, you can't get more patriotic than that. Everybody go over to pardonmyamerican.com. Get yourself some merch. Mm. All right. Mm. Summer's around the corner. True that. And we got a lot of tank tops and shit on there, dude. I mean, you can look some sexy ass shit in that tank top. Mm. Yeah. And even more important than just uh, helping us with merch, right, is sharing our content because, uh, you know, merch helps the show. It helps uh, money come in. It helps us grow and get things that we need. But sharing the content is what we need the most. Right. That helps us. That helps us with ads. That helps us with getting more views and more eyes on us. Um, I, you guys do a great job. It, anytime that you can uh, take a clip that we do and share it to your account or share it to some friends or family, it goes a long way to help our show. So you know, continue to do that. Uh, make sure you're commenting, reviewing. Uh, you know, if you're on Apple Music, give a five and remember like review. the little clips. So people used to take clips of themselves either listening to our podcast or watching oh, us on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, share it with us, and then we'll share it on our uh, Instagram. Absolutely, man. Uh, and, and if you haven't already, sign up for Patreon. Yeah, please do that. Because that oh, helps out the show time. the biggest, but also you get the most content. Yeah, you're getting a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff in there, and uh, even the opportunity to call the show and, and talk to us, ask questions that you may have. We have Zoom parties where everybody gets together, and we just have a great time for like two hours, two and a half hours sometimes. Oh, it's, it's really like a very personable experience, and uh, we try to do as much as we can for you guys, and we love doing it. Yeah. Uh, and our, our listeners enjoy it, and uh, it just if you like what we do, and you really want to support the show and, on top of it, get more stuff, uh, the Patreon, you got a couple different options, 5 and $10. And it goes a long ways. Uh, it helps the show out tremendously. Yes. So, yeah, please, go it check really it out. does. We love the family. Uh, yeah, man. Um, so, listen, I, I main story today uh, pr- probably is going to be the videos getting released last night. January 6th. I do want Some t- of the videos, because apparently he's yeah. got more tonight, tonight oh, also. There's going to be. Oh, I, baby. I think it's like a six- or seven-day thing. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about the four people kidnapped in Mexico, so yeah. I, I, I'm not going to do that first because I think this – let's have some discussion on this because <clears throat> we talked a bit about it yesterday as far as the, the coming election. It, this, is, this is what the Democrats are using, this J6 stuff, is a big part of their campaign. Well, yeah, because this is a, about the only <clears throat> thing they got left. Yeah, but the shaman's about to ruin that shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, not just the shaman, bro. Yeah. I mean, so uh, I watched the whole segment of Tucker Carlson last night, mm-hmm. and yep. – he brought out stuff about Officer Sicknick not dying from the, uh, you know, uh, what was it? The, the fire hydrant. Fire hydrant. Fire, fire, extinguisher. fire extinguisher. Yeah, extinguisher. Getting thrown <laughs> at his head. They have footage of him walking around vigorously afterwards, so he was totally fine. Yeah. The uh, Josh Howley 
clip at the January 6th committee. They showed him kind of running just to prove, oh, look, even the Republicans, these MAGA Republicans thought that this was they were in danger. Yeah. Meanwhile, he was at the trail end of this large crowd that was running out. And you also have Ray Epps footage, like furthermore, like just proving, OK, what uh, Ray Epps lied. Right. He, he basically said after this happened, I went back on yonder. But meanwhile, there's footage showing him down at the Capitol mm-hmm. still yeah. there. Yeah. So he they caught him in a lie. Um, and then, yeah, there's just that, that, like you said, the shaman being just escorted. Yeah. Walked around by the police. Having up to two, two to seven, eight police at any given time within arms reach from this guy. And that was like the big, like, look at this guy and the, and all they the were unlocking fur. doors for him. They were checking doors. They, they, they went to multiple doors for the Senate, the house there, and they were yeah. trying to unlock it for him. And then yeah. they'd be like, this one doesn't work. Yeah, let's go to the like, other hey, side. Let's go down the hall. Let's, let's go in here. Oh, no, that one's locked. They could have said down this way. They could have just <laughs> exactly. said, bro. They could have yeah. said, hey, we don't have keys and this shit's locked. You're not getting in. I'm well, sorry. It, the, the whole thing is if this was what they say it was, mm. he wouldn't have been in there in the first place. True that. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't they have let him sucks, in. What sucks is like uh, Tucker Carlson said that this Q shaman became the face of the actual January 6th insurrection. Like, yeah, sure. this guy's face was everywhere. He's yeah. getting punished up to four years in prison. But, um, you know, they, I feel like they set him up, obviously. Sure. Like, they, they had him kind of just ushered around and everywhere so that way they could take photos and videos of him inside of the Capitol building as sure. the face of this insurrection. And I, I think that the cops were set up as well, right? Because we talked about how they didn't bring in the 10,000 National Guard units that yeah. Donald Trump issued. They declined that. Yep. Nancy Pelosi declined that. So I think everybody was set up, and they're using the footage selectively. Now yep. that we have all of this footage, you can see how the Democrats were being selective with the choice and how they only wanted certain uh, videos of this violent kind of yeah. deadly insurrection, right? Yeah, and also like them pumping sounds in that were not really there. Uh, yeah. But I think you're you're right. I don't I don't I don't personally think the police. Uh, I don't think that they were told what was going on. And I no. think I think at the end of the day, you're right. There was photo opportunities. The police were just saying, "Hey, like if we're if he's coming in, let's make sure that he's not you know damaging shit. We'll walk around with him," which proves to you that he didn't but, do anything. But why just him? Why was he the one only being escorted? It's weird. It's like he had his own personal camera crew. I remember when this yeah. actually happened. People were taking pictures of him, or no, people were taking pictures of people taking pictures of him. Very meta, but they're like, this guy has his own camera crew and shit. It's like this whole thing was a setup. It could be, yeah. And also, I mean, let's be real. Like, you put him in a crowd of a a couple hundred people, and he is standing out. You know what I'm saying? He's got the bullhorn, the flag, the whole gear. He looks ridiculous, yes. Face paint. Like, he stands out because he stands out. He looks like he's going to a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he's like a Raiders fan. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But no, let's uh, let's get into this a little bit because uh, I think that I, I didn't get to watch the segment like you did. And maybe you can describe what he was talking about a little bit more. But this man is okay. serving time, right? The uh, the shaman here, he's actually doing time. Yeah. Well, uh, which that that's another thing that bugged me too is like they only focus on the shaman when there's like dozens of other January six protesters who've been arrested for years already. Yeah. And where's the mention on them? Where's the stories on them? Well, you know what I mean? Okay, but let's start with the shaman, okay, because he yeah, is the absolutely. face. Like, do, do you think what Tucker was saying and what they're showing now in this video where they were actually with him at all times, does this take away the fact that, like, maybe he shouldn't be in prison for this? Yes. I yeah. Mean, I mean, this should have been in court. Why was this not, like, included into, like, his defense? Yeah. Do you have that video pulled up? 
Uh, we, the we breaking nine one one. Yeah, we'll put it up right now. It's no problem. So yeah, it's like this should have been included in his defense. You know what I mean? His yeah. lawyer should have had access to this footage. So here we go. It's a minute, minute and twenty three seconds. Dangerous here. conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. Crazy. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley well, in the Senate door. chamber. Hey, yeah. Capitol Police officers locked. take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. There's the fire we extinguisher. at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one okay, of them guys, okay. even tried to slow him down. Yeah, that's crazy. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of yeah. what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th. The industry dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And then part of me is like, of course, they're going to just like be like, dude, if we arrest this guy, there's like a huge posse coming in with this and they're going to they're going to see what we're doing and they're going to fucking kill us. You know, what yeah, I mean? but that's, so that's the cops were kind of in that position, too, where they're outnumbered. Mm, I don't buy, I don't buy it, that. And, and those that moment, they weren't outnumbered. Not in the building. I know, but they would have. Se- I don't know. I, I'm just thinking like, OK. I don't know. But yeah, I, they were they no, were outnumbered outside. Setup, yeah, that's a, that's an extreme point. I, I think like what what happened was if you didn't want him in, you have nine officers who could have stood there and been like, "Listen, you can't go past this point." So yeah. if you go past this point, we will arrest you. You're going to be done. So if you're yeah. coming in, you can go into the normal visiting area that people go to. But you're and no, that's not the case. What you're seeing is that they're walking him around, walking him through multiple other police officers. Yeah. They're not even saying, "Hey, you can't go in there." They're just like, "Hey, man, enjoy." Have a good one. It's like this is what it looked like going in Disneyland, right? Like enjoy the ride. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Hopefully enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Like, he, but does part of you think that like the cops were kind of like leading these people along and keeping an eye on them, and just being like, okay, if shit gets out of control, oh we'll yeah, well cap sure. Well, we have seen that one that sure. one video that they actually got released a while back where somebody was recording on a cell phone and they went into the actual, uh, I forget what like the one of the chambers. And they were like, guys, this is like yeah. the, the sacred of sacred rooms. Just oh, don't mess yes. anything up. One of the cops. Yeah, yeah, he's like, just don't mess anything up. We can, you can, all, we'll have to leave. And it's yeah. like they were basically giving a tour of, to them. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It's like almost like you treat it like, I don't want to say that these people were insane, but it's like almost like if you're stuck on a bus with like a mentally insane person. You know, you're just like kind of being like, okay, yeah, yeah, here we go. Okay, right here. Oh, you want to go over here? Yeah, let's go over here and see what this is all about. You know what I mean? But like, meanwhile, you're keeping an eye on them. You know what's going to happen if shit goes down. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, dude. but. Or people just understand that the people own this building. You know what I'm saying? And like, as long as you're not oh, in there, like, yeah. as long as you're not like disturbing shit, like, look around. Do you see broken glass? Do you see broken shit? Like, do you see like these little artifacts that are around broken? No. The only thing I see. <laughs> 
is fucking newspapers stacked up in front of doors because clearly nobody wanted to be around there for the past couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see them damaging shit. I mean, granted, outside on different. the perimeter of the building, there was some windows yeah. broken. Yeah, for sure. And those yes. people should be prosecuted, man. If you if you damage the public building or yeah. a, a government building, yeah, yeah you're going to get in trouble for that. Like, the, that's part of the thing, dude. You know that. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of getting in trouble. Can we play this thing about Ray Epps, too? Because he is the one who they continuously just defend. Like, I don't know if this guy is FBI or not. Like, we don't know, right? Yeah. They've pled the fifth, meaning they haven't denied whether or not this guy was part of this uh, undercover FBI, whatever, part of the crowd. Yeah. But there is this video, part of this video of Tucker's compilation here, where he shows that Ray Epps lied to the January 6th committee about... His uh, his whereabouts on the Capitol that day. And I don't know. Sure. I don't know what's going to happen to this guy. It seems like they won't leave Ray Epps alone as far as, like, the new house and this this new committee that's trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Ray Epps is going to be in some deep doo-doo here. So. Yeah, we'll see. You go into the Capitol. Under public pressure, the January 6th committee finally interviewed Ray Epps. Epps told the committee that he never entered the Capitol and therefore never committed a crime. His text messages showed that at 2.12 p.m., he boasted to his nephew that he had, quote, orchestrated the protests at the Capitol. He admitted he helped get people there. Yet, curiously, congressional Democrats consider Ray Epps an ally, not an insurrectionist. Tonight, we can tell you that at the very least, Ray Epps lied in his sworn testimony to the January 6th committee. Epps testified that when he sent the text messages to his nephew, he had already left the Capitol grounds to return to his hotel room. That is not true. The surveillance footage we found shows that, in fact, Ray Epps remained at the Capitol for at least another half an hour. You're Mm. seeing that on your screen now. What was Epps doing there? We can't say, but we do know that he lied to investigators. The January 6th committee likely knew this, too. Democrats had access to the same tape. Yet they defended Ray Epps. No honest investigation would do that. But the point of the January 6th committee was never to investigate anything. The point. Okay, we can, we can, that was pretty much it. I mean, caught him in a lie. So at least that's something, right? Well, and why wouldn't they have questioned him the whole time about, like, why were you telling people to go in in, the, in there in the first place? Absolutely. Yes, they're defending this guy. Like, they're, they're avoiding the obvious. He had text messages to his son or his, his co- nephew or whatever the fuck yeah. saying, I orchestrated it. He's on camera saying, we have to go into the Capitol. Yeah. Clearly, like, you know, ad- advertising, hey, you know, this is what we need to do. He's advocating for, you know, breaking into the Capitol. We have to go into the Capitol. Yeah. People were chanting Fed around this guy. Mm. Fed, Fed, Fed. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with him. I don't know why they're protecting his ass so much, the January 6th committee, but I think shit's going down with Ray Epps. We'll find well, out. Well, I think, I think, I mean, if you were to orchestrate something like this and you had uh, people on the ground or a person on the ground, uh, like, igniting certain things at certain times, you definitely don't want that guy actually questioned. Oh, for sure. You don't want yeah. that guy actually mm-hmm. under the spotlight. Or he might go on a plane and uh, experience some turbulence soon. You know what I'm saying? Get turbulenced. Yeah, tur- turbicided. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think, Dave? I don't know. Nothing. I honestly, like, 
I, I think he's easy to talk about, and there's questions about him, but like, I, I, no, nothing's gonna fucking happen to this guy, dude. Okay. Like, I, well, I just, like, uh, I don't, I don't, no, I just like, that's, dude, I like what you're saying. I, and I, you know, I think that he probably is not, he's working with somebody. There's no doubt. Well, yeah. Uh, so yeah. if he is, yeah, they're gonna protect him, dude. They're gonna protect him. They're gonna make up stories. They're gonna lie. And like, they're gonna just work, do workarounds. He said, I wanna know what the specifically was said that you're saying that his tes- testifying was, uh, he lied. It said that he sent the text and then left afterwards. Yeah. And they said, he, uh, well, Tucker said it in that thing. He, he said he was he would he had left the Capitol and wasn't even there. But video evidence yeah. shows he still he said he that still he was. after he texts whoever that he left the Capitol and was not there anymore. And then he, and Tucker yeah, says, and, yeah. but he was there for another half At an least hour. Another half an hour, yeah. It, I mean, like if somebody says like, "Hey, what'd you do after dinner?" It's like I left, but you could have like. But even that that part of it means nothing to me. That yeah. that you said he wasn't there and he was for another half, half hour. hour, whatever it was. Yeah. That means nothing. The part that he's actually trying to get people to go in, the part where he's standing there at the fence and it whispers to the guy's ear, and yeah. all of a sudden the people push the fence down. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, and that's the that stuff, stuff is exactly. way more important yeah, yeah, than yeah, him yeah. saying he, whether he was there for thirty minutes or not. I agree, but for that's sure. what they're talking about now. But we've already talked about that before. Like yeah. that's well, the this stuff is that just makes adding, him interesting. Yeah, this is just adding on to the case of yeah, they're they're obviously protecting this guy when there's enough evidence to take him in and arrest his ass for being an insurrectionist. Yeah, just like and this is else. just further proof. I agree with that. Like for the for whatever reason, uh, you know, the shaman gets four years. This guy is on video multiple times <clears> actually <throat> instigating stuff and is not yeah. in jail. Doesn't make yeah. sense to me either. Yeah, it doesn't make any. And I hope. But, and then oh, so good. The uh, the other part of this footage where there so this whole thing was being pushed by the Democrats by Joe Biden as a deadly insurrection, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh, Tucker Carlson played this clip where everybody's just repeating the talking points: deadly insurrection, deadly insurrection. When I, I mean, in fact, the only person who really died that day, I, I don't know if any more died later, but it was Ashley Babbitt, right? She was killed by the uh, yeah. Michael Bird, yeah officer right yeah i think she was the only one that actually died that day that day and so yeah it was deadly for her and for the patriots uh, that were surrounding the building but then also they're they're trying to push this fact that officer brian sicknick was hit in the head by this uh fire extinguisher and it killed him and that circulated a while it was disproven but I mean, it was already too late. Like that story had stuck because the New York Times came out with it. Yeah. And everybody was just repeating the New York Times. Oh, well, the New York Times said that he was killed. So yeah, obviously, uh, yeah, they're they're trying to backtrack on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this uh, footage that just came out shows that after he was supposedly hit in the head by this fire extinguisher, he was walking around just fine, navigating, telling people, like directing them where to go, being like, hey, you know, here I am. He's not dead, laying on the floor after being beaten to death by this fire extinguisher. Yeah. Where is it at? Which video is it? Oh, so oh, this right is here. the Hodge twins. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. And several police officers in the meantime. But Brian Sicknick should not be reduced to a prop for the political ambitions of the Democratic Party. He was a human being. The facts of his life matter, including how he died. To this day, media accounts describe Sicknick as someone who was, quote, slain on January 6th. The video we reviewed proves that is a lie. Here is surveillance footage of Sicknick walking in the Capitol after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. By all appearances, Sicknick is healthy and vigorous. He's wearing a helmet, so it's hard to imagine he was killed by a head injury. 
Whatever happened to Brian Sicknick was very obviously not the result of violence he suffered at the entrance to the Capitol. This tape overturns the single most powerful and politically useful lie that Democrats have told us about January 6th. And it was indeed a lie. The January 6th committee knew perfectly well that Brian Sicknick was walking normally through the Capitol. Huh. Yeah, so why even say he he because they didn't think that this would ever get out. That's that's true. That's, that's what that's that's why. the biggest thing. Yeah, they well, never that's how propaganda works. Is yeah. like they have to sell you the story first, let it stick, and then in your brain, you're already cemented. You're like, "Oh, this is what happened." Like, I don't need to revisit this. I already know what happened. He was killed by a fire extinguisher. Done and done. Yeah. And then wearing all a bicycle sudden, helmet. Yeah, right? And I just want to two things. Uh he's over here directing people like, he obviously yeah. looks a little more frenzied than the police that we saw with the shaman. Let's be real. Like, he looked a little more like, we get out, get out. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I don't I think even he, think he, he was still saying get out. He was, just, he was just saying this way. Okay. Like, Regardless. Yeah. He's much more frantic, walking back forth, hiding signs and shit behind statues. However you want to take that, fine. But if my kids behaved like that crew, I would be happy. Okay? Because when I say over here and they just keep running, <laughs> my point is is. Those people, even in that particular scene, which you could argue was more chaotic than the shaman stuff, people were following <laughs> directions and going down a certain path where they were told to go, once again showing that they're not out there just running amok saying fuck the police and then breaking shit, stealing shit. Like people sure. were in and they were looking inside of offices and they were checking shit out and we all see that. And again, I'm not condoning that. But well, I'm I saying mean, that, let's not forget, like Brian Sicknick was in like a brawl, bro. He was. Like, this this could have been. This was right after he was in that brawl. So I mean, he's all amped up. That's exactly. why he's like acting frantic because he's like, oh, fuck, but, man. I just, thank you. He is. Get he, over here. Come on. Go. Go. He is acting frantic. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. It's more than the other police that you've seen. And because he just got out of a fight. Exactly. But my point is, is we're not saying that a lot of people there weren't doing bad shit. There were. But the entirety of it is not what they're saying it is. That's what I'm trying exactly. to say. And on top, second yep. point I want to make is his family needs to sue the fucking government. They have yeah. to do it. You know why they have to do it? Because Woo! they need to come out and they need to say, you've politicized my husband, my my brother, my son, my whatever's uncle. You politicized his death saying that he was killed in this and promoting an agenda when in reality he wasn't. Because in my opinion, when you start selling this, especially right when he dies— you're allowing the family to start having hate or bad feelings towards other people, mm -hmm. which isn't even accurate. So if they come well, out and they that's sue. That's funny you said that because Brian Sicknick's family is actually suing Donald Trump for the wrongful death. See, then obviously his family's fucked. I'm sorry. And that was as of January 6, 2023. The only way I can um, see that uh, it would actually be maybe correct that he would have died from whatever. I don't know if he actually got hit in the head with the fire extinguisher or not, but it is if he had like a head injury and then it later affected him, like sure. that could happen too. Sure. That's what they, they tried to turn it into that, but no, he died of something that he had for months. Maybe not, Autopsy. maybe if years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So this was like a medical condition that he had been suffering from prior to January 6th. So it wasn't I, I, I anything mean, that was caused by January 6th. He's a police officer, okay? So it's not a normal. You could, you could make the argument that, obviously, because of this, there was more stress. There was more, uh, you know, it was a, a, a crisis situation, and that that's what made him fall into the ailment, right? Because he was highly stressed. He'd just gotten <clears> a fight. There was a lot going on. But he's also a cop, 
And that's part of the job of a cop, good and bad, is that you are in high stress situations all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And so, like, but, you can't use that. That's his job. You know what I'm sure. saying? And, like, what I don't like, though, is that there's media sources like the New York Post. We all love the New York Post. We source yeah. them all the time, right? Yeah, they yeah. were the one who came out with the, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story that was suppressed, right? Yeah. But even them, I just found an article that says Capitol Wasn't Police Officer the, the dies. New York Times, dude, that did that, right? Yeah. So this is they're they're sourcing the New York Times. But you said, but Post. even yeah, that's what okay. I'm talking about. Like, so even the New York Post is saying the Capitol Police Officer dies after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. So even the the sources that we trust were saying that this guy was killed by a, a fire hydrant or well, a fire. I mean, uh, the problem with those sources, dude, is that every company, good and bad, have have multiple people writing for them and all those people are not going to agree okay the issue that we have is that most of these msnbc cnn's are almost all the writers and journalists are left-leaning right so all the articles are coming out you can go to any even conservative sites and you'll see some some like maybe democratic point of views because there's some writers that are a little more left-leaning well then you see a lot of it too is a lot of them don't even write the actual story they just pull the story from somebody else and they run exactly you'll see that with msnbc but it's just it's like why why put out such a blatant statement as the title of the uh the article why not saying like capital police officer suspected of dying after being hit you know instead of saying this is what happened he actually died because of this clicks yeah that's what it is. Because you can easily come back and fix it later. No one really cares at that point. And, and they know that. Even the even the things that we think are good companies are better companies than others. Like, they understand the Still game, Still do too. clickbait shit. Yeah, they yeah. do clickbait shit. And, and, and that's yeah. what they were selling. So that's what they're talking about. And I didn't read the article. Maybe they did say, hey, this is what they were saying. We don't have actual proof yet that that is why. I don't know if that was done. But you got in that business, too, you got to understand the, the public. I mean, most of them aren't just going to see that and then read the entire fucking article they're going to see the headline and take that for what it is and sure. then run see and that's why i blame the other news agencies too not just the new york times because everybody took the new york times and as the gospel and they just took that and ran with it well unfortunately questioning it, it seems like his family's going to sue or try to sue donald trump that's not going to work out very well for them i don't think well, no especially since this is it this is coming yeah. out and then i mean that's just more evidence it's unfortunate against their case yeah it's unfortunate that people you know, like I, I think there's a I would be pissed even if I was Democratic leaning or left leaning. I would be pissed off if people politicize the death of a family member. Absolutely. Yeah. Like regardless. Uh, Same thing with children who die in school shootings. It's like they're everybody yeah. just rushes and politicians rush in to spur gun control yeah. off the death of children. It's like, no. Uh, you also had. Uh, well, first of all, Ashley Babbitt. I don't know. Trending right now. It's trending. Um, but you also had the the other thing, which was uh, Holly running through the halls, uh, and that yes. was that was it wasn't as big of a point, but that was a point where Democrats were like, "Hey, even Josh Hawley was afraid and was running," and they show the clip of that situation. Yeah, um, they were laughing at him. The January sixth, everybody was laughing at Josh Hawley. Meanwhile, it was like, <laughs> "Laugh at yourself, bitches! You guys were all running." Yeah, look at this thing. When the committee wasn't accusing Republican office holders of planning riots on January 6th, (laughs) it was accusing them of running away from those riots like cowards. In the case of Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri, the committee and their allies accused him of both. Josh Hawley is a (laughs) To prove that Josh Hawley was a coward, the committee released video of him loping out of the building on the afternoon of January 6th with a police escort. The tape became a staple on social media. Democrats laughed with derision. Later that day, Senator Hawley fled 
after those protesters he helped to rile up stormed the Capitol. See for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that whole room is people I fact, hate. And <laughs> yeah. we Here it is. Look. That famous clip was a sham edited deceptively by the January 6th committee. The clip was propaganda, not evidence. The actual videotape shows that Hawley was one of many lawmakers being ushered out of the building by Capitol Hill police officers. And in fact, Hawley was at the back of the pack. The coward tape was a lie, one of many from the January 6th committee. See, what I don't like about that, um, I'm not, not against Hawley. I mean, listen. Uh, here's here's the truth, and this is why like I hate politics in some ways because like you're 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 given like the sliver, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. <clears throat> you don't know what the police said to these people. You don't know what uh, they were told. You don't know if they said, "Hey, listen, shit's getting out of control, and we're in danger, and we need to get the fuck out now." Exactly. And then everybody runs out. Well, I mean, you you look at the, even you watch the video, and even with everybody running by, none of them looked overtly panicked. They're all just leave quickly. Like, there was one guy walking. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, you know. It, yeah, you're right. They're but you running. never know. Like, I people know. could have taken that differently. Like, to Dave's point, the officers that's, could have been like, you guys true. need to get out. We have an immediate threat. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. They breached the building. Yeah. And some people could be like, ah, oh, this is fucking bullshit. I'm just going to walk. Well, that, and I'm might, sure I'm sure all these people are prepared, and they have they run exercises, exit strategies for any certain situations. So, I mean, they know that if anything was to go down at the Capitol, they have to exit quickly and get to wherever they're supposed to go. I'm trying to say that, like, by people running, because obviously it's not just Holly, but by yeah. people running out of the building being with police around them, that doesn't mean one way or the other that it was worse than it was or not as worse as it was. It just means yeah. in that moment... They were told something because, Chris, you know this, for example, like you just dealt with this at Target, man, where people were running. Yeah. There was some shooting outside. Didn't actually know what exactly was going on. And they and you saw people running. They said, you need to leave the building. There's a shooter. Yeah. And you ran. Yeah. And you were ducking shit. And it's not that you're a pussy. You're yeah. not. I was just getting my everybody out of the fucking way. Yeah, it's whatever could be flying through the survival. air. Survival. You had minimal information. Yeah. And you decided at that moment in time, that split second, that that information was enough for you to get out of this, the situation quickly. Yeah. That doesn't mean that what happened, there was no shooting. Like, there was shooting outside. Yeah. But there was no active shooter in the building. Yeah. What I'm trying to say was, is just because people run doesn't mean that the situation all of a sudden is dangerous. It means that whoever talked to them or whoever, you know, approached these different political figures said, Hey, uh, there's a lot of people in the building. We don't know if any are armed. We don't know if this is going to get out of control. You need to leave now for your safety. Yeah, and they yeah. decided to here. do that. But that well, doesn't I like the mean video that was. of the video of Josh Halley kind of reminded me of the ghost of Michael Jackson. You know, where oh, it yeah, showed yeah. him kind of like just brief, briskly walking in the in the background of yeah, his house yeah, after he died. That. Yeah, for sure, dude. So I don't know. It just kind of reminded me of a little Michael Jackson ghost. Huh? I don't know about you guys, but I just I, this stuff is um, it's frustrating. To me, because I think, uh, well, first of all, social media has decided that they were going to start banning people for having discussions about this, right? Insurrection sure. shit. Uh, yeah. And maybe they still do. But regardless, we've had <laughs> tons of hearings about it. We've seen tons of back and forth. And all that was done and said when they wouldn't even release the majority of the information out there. Yeah. They were, yeah. were cherry-picking certain clips, and no one else had control over it. And so, per Holly... They were using, like, they literally just murdered that guy on the stand, laughing at him and all kinds of shit when he wasn't even allowed to have the full info. Yeah. And weren't allowed, well, and wasn't allowed to show that's his case. the whole, um, when you hear that in the court, like, the, the truth, the whole truth, yeah. nothing but the truth, 
So yeah. this is a prime example of not displaying the whole truth, where you're yep. sectioning part of the truth out. You're selling a story based off of that sliver of knowledge, right? Yep. So and I, yeah, we just need the whole thing, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna say it. Uh, this is no Pearl Harbor. This is no 9/11. This is none of that shit. Uh, no, we can no. we can say that this uh, was an unfortunate situation that may have gotten a little out of control. Okay. I'll, I'll say that, that there was a lot of people in there and maybe the tensions were high because you don't know at the time what's going to happen. Okay? I can admit that. We I'm don't, sure there are some people. There were know. people that were probably afraid because there's a lot of people and you never know who's going to pop one off, bro. And, and listen, to say that there's not weirdos on the right, there are 100% that's, that's weirdos I'm saying, on the right. Yes. Yeah. However, the information is showing more and more, and we'll see more from Tucker, that this is not the crazy fucking, like, you know, no, they don't. It wasn't. Treat, no, they didn't treat the riots in the cities over Black Lives Matter this way. They didn't treat. They didn't treat Antifa in Portland this way. So this, to me, is less than the riots we saw in Portland. Absolutely, and you could say that it's a government building, but in a government building in Portland, they, they tried, tried to, to burn fucking, it down. They tried to weld the door shut, glue the door shut, and burn the fucking thing down. And you still don't with, see shit with like everybody this. inside. <clears throat> so I, when it was billions of dollars worth of damage, like the most, yes. you know, the most amount of damage caused. As as far as like money goes, yeah, was from this Black Lives Matter protests, uh, you know, summer twenty twenty. Yeah. So my um, thing is like I can agree, I'll agree that like I don't like to see this this way. Yeah. I, I I wish and to be fair, it seemed like a, a lot of the people were were following orders and just kind of moseying around the place like they yeah, were talking about. Yeah. Most of the violence happened outside, bro. It did. I mean, you had Ashley Babbitt get murdered inside, yeah. and there you know there were people smashing windows and stuff inside the buildings and stuff. But most of the violence was outside clashing with the cops yeah because the cops were tear gassing everybody too like it wasn't just a one-sided war like the cops were instigating shit too but i think we need to take the words of uh you know feinstein or maxwell or what's her name um that that one chick maxwell is that her name uh just lane maxwell no 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 what's the uh maxine waters maxine waters i'm sorry maxine waters uh or any of the democrats who said like hey people are upset and we gotta let them get their their you know (laughs) oh yeah frustrations out like we can't we don't know what they're dealing with. People were mad. They were really yeah. fucking mad. They were very, like, unsure of what's going on. And uh, I think it's just a collective pe- people were pissed off. And uh, this is going to show that, you know what, this is this was this sucked, but it wasn't the worst thing we've ever dealt with. And no one, none mm-hmm. of these people were really that in that much harm, in my opinion. They weren't. No, dude. Well, I did bring up Josh Howley looked like the ghost of Michael Jackson. Yeah. And I'm wondering if if uh, Senator Howley was running to get on his ghost bed because Ooh. that is a very I would be running out of that building. You know what I mean? I'd be like, hey, <laughs> I gotta get out of here. And get back to my ghost bed. My because God. you guys, let me tell you, can I can I uh, talk about ghost bed for yeah, a second? You can, here? dude. Yeah. Let's do it. Dude, we love Ghostbed. They have been a loyal sponsor with Drinking Bros over the past five years, and everybody raves about them. Mm-hmm. They have super, super duper comfortable mattresses that last forever, and they're made in the USA, baby. Oh, yeah. Every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25, and you can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, you can send it right back. No hard feelings. And the favorite part about these ghost beds, the cooling technology built in. So when you get those hot nights in Texas, they're coming. Yep. You can uh, cool your balls right on down. Ghostbed also offers bundles so you can get everything you need. You don't really even have to think about it. Uh, you can get the uh, mattress and the frame, or you can get the pillows, the sheets, all that stuff with the cooling technology. So you get the best bang for your buck with these bundles. And, and it, obviously, you do save some money doing it that way. 
Oh yeah, right now GhostBed is offering 40% off GhostBed bundles. You get the mattress and the adjustable base, or you get 30% off of everything else just using that code DRINKINGBROS at GhostBed.com slash DRINKINGBROS. Yeah, you can get a mattress for as little as $35 a month. They have a $0 down, 0% financing plan for up to 60 months. Go check it out, GhostBeds.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. And there is an update. Uh, they now have RV mattresses, Greg. P.U., get that stinky piss-soaked crusty ass rv mattress out of there oh get yourself God. a ghost bed rv mattress 30 percent off of rv mattresses using that code drinking bros yeah man i do have a ghost bed i do love it uh and i will tell you that the customer service is top notch bro my wife Does yours it, tilt up like that no we didn't get an adjustable base but i will say this uh, we, we got a nice one my wife was still thinking it was a little too firm we contacted them they sent us a mattress topper one of their nice cooling mattress and it's and i love it dude i love it so they're great they're great to work Woo! with easy to deal with and uh, I highly suggest it if you're looking for a new mattress. Well, guess what? There's also uh, there's a right way and a wrong way to use nicotine. You know, there's a lot of adults who use that. But the right way is Lucy Breakers, everybody. Mm. Now, let me tell you, if you're one of the millions of adults who use nicotine, you know that not all products are the same. And there's one new product that stands above the rest. And yes, you guessed it. It's Lucy Breakers. They are the only nicotine pouch that gives you a blast of flavor from the first moment all the way to the last. Yeah. Uh, you can also subscribe and save 15% uh, and never run out of it, too, which I think is a huge one because I take all those late night Minimart runs. I actually use nicotine pouches every single day of my life, all day long, have for many years. And uh, when I got Lucy Breakers, uh, I got to tell you, it was easily one of my favorites that I've had. Great flavors, long-lasting, nice pouch-sized for people that actually used to chew and have those pockets that they need to fill. Guys, this stuff is great. The flavors are spectacular, and I highly suggest it. So whether you use nicotine while working, creating, playing, or doing this podcast, Lucy Breakers are the intelligent choice. Mm, now listen up, everybody. Uh-oh. We've got a special deal for our listeners, okay? You get $10 off your first order. And you use that promo code PARDON at checkout, all right? And the shipping is always free. That's lucy.c. Oh. 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 Promo code PARDON to receive the $10 off and that free shipping lizard. It's lucy.co for more details. And we thank Lucy for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, apparently, uh, Puss and Boots loves Lucy Breakers, <laughs> oh, which is yeah. great. Uh, last thing I'll say, guys, this is a fine print, dude. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age verified. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Yes, it is, but I love it. And if you love it, you'll love Lucy Breakers. <laughs> I love it. You'll love it, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think they're great, man. I really do. Put it in your mouth. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, J6. Is what it is, man. I think we're yeah. gonna. I think we're gonna get. There's gonna be more coming out. Yep. More to come, dude. Probably what happened with these week, four honestly. citizens kidnapped in Mexico? Mexico, uh, dude. Listen, uh, you guys know how I feel about Mexico. <laughs> okay, uh, my wife goes back and forth. Uh, I, I, I'm just one of those guys. I'm just gonna start off with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care about beaches. Uh, let, I'm just gonna start with that. I don't. Uh, I will you're bumming me out, bro. I don't you're care. Bumming me out. I don't care. Uh, look, here's the deal. Uh, some people love the idea of going to a beach and uh, just lounging in, uh, you know, in the hot air and mm-hmm. get the ocean. And listen, I, I yes. totally admit. Getting sand up your ass crack? It's sure. the best thing ever. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. Uh, being burnt? Great. Uh, no, listen, I will admit. It's sunscreen, bro. Okay. Yeah, that stuff will give you cancer. Um, <laughs> I admit that the uh, the scenic Got view of it uh, definitely is beautiful, man. I'm not, I'm not dogging it. I don't personally care to go. If I'm going to spend thousands of dollars to go on a trip, which generally they cost thousands of bucks yep. at the end of the day, I would rather spend that or a little bit more 
and go see some historic shit. Go to Rome. Go to Italy. Get some great food. Go mm. to the fucking Greece. Uh, go somewhere that I'm like I can look at like some real culture and real like historic shit because that's what interests Wait a me. Second. You can see historic. So shit Mexico's Mexico? not real culture, bro. Nah, dude. Come I'm, on. I'd rather go to the real pyramids. I, I, that's where that's where I'm at. <laughs> dude, there's pyramids everywhere. Yeah, I went to I'm uh, I'm the Cancun side and yeah. we went to the Mayan ruins and that was fucking phenomenal, bro. Cool. I mean, uh, like, glad you made it out. Old. Glad you made it out. Uh, that's that's what I would tell you. <laughs> well, I, I dressed up. I, yeah. I put on a poncho. Okay. Like you oh. could barely tell I was a white man. Uh, listen, <laughs> I, I'm barely tell. I'm joking. That like, listen, Mexico has some beautiful shit. And like my wife, so my wife absolutely loves the Mexican culture. The food is amazing. They're great people. Um, there are. They're the Mayan pyramids. There's some really amazing shit in South America. Yes, and uh, Mexico. I, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to dog that. I'm I'm joking. However, uh, Mexico is not safe right now. I don't care what anyone says. It's not that safe. And for me, uh, the idea of just going to a resort to me seems fucking stupid. Uh, and I get it. People are like, it's beautiful. You get all this free food, free drinks and stuff. Like, that's cool. But you're, like, stuck on this. Not that you didn't, Greg. But you <clears> go <throat> to these resorts and you just stay in this little pocket because it's safe enough for you. Mm. And so that's fine. They have nice beaches and shit. But, again, I want to get out and see stuff. Well, Here's a situation where you have four Americans. They decided to go over the border. Actually, uh, by Brownsville or whatever in Texas, they cross over there. And uh, they were in their van with uh, whatever South Carolina place, North Carolina, I don't know what, what state they were in. But she, uh, one of them, she or he or somebody was going to get a tummy tuck. Okay? Yeah, see, they're getting surgery in Mexico, bro. That's sketchy as hell. Uh, Who I, the hell I, does that shit? Uh, I know somebody personally. I know some that, people. Don't. Yeah, a lot of people. No. Yes. It, they have really nice facilities, man. That's the crazy shit. Some of them. They also yeah, have bad some, ones. There's some bad ones. But I'm <laughs> saying there's some really nice uh, facilities, and people I know people that have got this done. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm just saying, like, if I have a surgery that to be done, I'm not recommending go over the border and go dude, to Mexico. You, to you get would it done. be fucking shocked when it comes to tummy tucks and plastic surgery. How many people go over the border? Let's just put it that way. You'd be uh, shocked. Stem cell research, I guess you can get that done there. Yeah, or not research, but stem cell uh, therapy. Yeah, didn't like Mel Gibson go over there? Yeah, yeah, his father. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is they're they're able to do things that maybe some places in the states won't, and it's probably cheaper. Uh, now, regardless of that whole thing, the tummy tuck, it doesn't matter. They went over there, and uh, there's video, and it's disturbing. It is disturbing. Uh, there's video. Basically, they were driving. They were hit by another vehicle. There was gunshots being, you know, pop, 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 pop. Uh, in the video, there's actually, it's crazy to me that there's people in their cars just driving around the situation as they're literally dumping them into the back of a pickup truck. Uh, yeah, the, the woman disturbing. here, what's the woman's name here? Is Elandria Brown? Uh, I think that's the woman, one of the women. Uh, she was alive, yeah. and they showed in the video, and I have the video, which I'm like leery on showing it because obviously it's it's um, it's sad, and uh, I, I I am. Pretty... What does it show? Them being abducted? It shows it shows after basically what was to be the shootout and the wreck and stuff. It shows these uh, cartel guys, these whoever they were, um, throwing like walking her to the truck, putting her in the back, throwing the bodies or the people that were shot, uh, oh. the brothers, sister, whoever they were, putting them in the back of the truck, and just cars just driving around them like no big fucking deal, you know? Yeah. And it, it, it's it's alarming. It's very, very alarming that this kind of stuff happens. Yeah, and it people... says they, they dragged two more bodies um, across the ground and then just threw them into the flatbed. Yeah. 
It, it was, yeah, I don't well, know if we should show that. It wasn't, uh, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't a uh, flatbed. It was a fucking pickup truck. But regardless, no. however you want to word it, 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 the point is, is these people were just four citizens who wanted to go get a little procedure done. I, apparently, uh, speculation is, is that uh, either the gal or one of the guys or something was saying like, hey, we really shouldn't go. And uh, I don't blame you because there, there's been beheadings. There's been uh, people on 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 skidoos who were kidnapped and shit. Yeah. Uh, my whole thing is is why in the shit do you want to go to a country that literally has no order right now? Uh, the mm. cartel runs shit. The government yep. is either half cartel or don't have enough power to overcome the cartel. And uh, uh, listen, the guy I worked with, um, he was my he was my manager for a while, and he's a great guy. He's you know, I loved working with him. He was uh, he was he was a Mexican fella. Uh, and, uh, he ended up leaving the job before I left and he decided, Hey, I'm going to go back to Mexico with my family, uh, and then try to find some, you know, maybe somewhere in Texas or he was in South Carolina for a bit. And he told me when I talked to him that when he went to Mexico, he's like, it's beautiful. Uh, they're kind of centralized apparently, or somewhere around there. His family owns a, uh, a coffee bean farm and it's beautiful. Mm. I mean, little waterfalls. They have, it's like old way of doing coffee, man. They have the fields with the. The beans out there, like roasting in the sun, dude. And it, dude, I would love to go see one of those. Oh, just dude. a coffee bean farm. Yeah, but this is not like a westernized version. This is like an old way of doing it, and uh, apparently they're amazing coffee beans. I mean, they are. Some are transported into the U.S., but it's a very small farm, along so, with the drug cartels. Drugs. Yeah, I'm. You know, I don't think that. <laughs> well, I asked him. Uh, he said that you know their hardworking family have been doing it for centuries now, or a long time, not centuries maybe, but multiple generations, and. Uh, he said this. He said, when we're in the thing, everything's great, dude. It's beautiful. Love being around my family. But he's like, if you go out into the city, which is like a 15, 20-minute drive, he's like, it is scary. It's really fucking scary, at, especially at night. But even when the sun starts to come down, he's like, you just don't know. Like, what the fuck's going to happen? And well, and why- it's weird that, like, cops, like, the police are pretty much militarized, right? Oh. I'm looking at, like, yeah. uh, like, just a pickup truck with, it seems to be a soldier on the back. Yeah. With a heavy machine uh, gun there, so I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying, like they have to be. When you have to enforce your streets with military, yeah, it's uh, it's a little chaotic in your country. Am I right? Yeah. So the video, obviously, we we won't necessarily play it. It's not the appropriate. Maybe like during a uh, a Patreon episode, we could or something. But it says the video shows the Americans kidnapped, featuring men wearing bulletproof vests. And they're heavily militarized, dude. And uh, I don't know why they pinpoint them out. Probably because they have American plates on. Probably because they figured uh, they could get some ransom out of it. They can get some cash out of it. Who knows? Or they just wanted to do it because they can. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's what it is. Uh, I'm sad that I, apparently two died. At least that's what they're reporting is that two of them definitely died. Uh, don't know if yeah, that's two true. of them are alive. That just came out. Breaking 911 yeah. reported that this morning. The two of them are still alive. But the saddest part for me is, is that there are two that were alive. And uh, I can't, I can't even fucking imagine how fucking terrifying that is for them. Yeah, uh, like not knowing where you're at, who has you, knowing that maybe two of you saw. I mean, in the video, you can see the woman for sure, and she's watching them throw the, the bodies, whether they're passed away at that point or not. I don't know, but she's seeing it all happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she has to be freaking the hell out. And at what point? This is my question to you guys. At what point? Do we see beheadings happen, kidnaps happening, uh, this kind of situation for people? At what point does the government say enough of this shit? Like, you want to talk about war in Ukraine, Russia, China? That's whatever, dude. 
Uh, some of that's made by us. Some of that's made by them, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of yeah. political bullshit. But you have a real fucking cartel with a situation where the border is not as secure as it should be. We can agree on that. And drugs coming over, trafficking happening. At what point does the government say, that's the final straw? And yeah. like, Dude, we what actually, government are you, are you talking about? Mexican government? I'm talking about our, our fucking government. government. When are we? Oh, yeah. At Dude, what point I, do I we send like, troops uh, in there? Yeah, I think that's been a, a hot debated topic for a while. I think Donald Trump was saying, hey, look, we're going to defend our border. And if you do something, we're going to uh, pursue. Well, right? defending the border is different than actually going in. And, and listen, I'm not pro- I'm not promoting war because I, I want to I'm with you, Greg. And I think you're re- very adamant. And so, Chris, you you here. I don't want to go to war if it's like not worth going to war over. But the problem I have is that the Mexican, uh, the country of Mexico is on our fucking border. It is our southern territory. You know what I'm saying? Like not ours, but it's yeah. It's like Ukraine and Russia. You yeah. Know what I mean? And so we need a good relationship with Mexico. We need a good relationship with Canada. Yeah. And at what point do we start going? Hey, this is getting to a point where it's out of control. We can't and trust it, you, anymore. and it affects us. Yeah. And so when do you start sending it? Like we could wipe out this cartel. I feel well, dude, like that's what the whole wall was about. Like, that's why we wanted to build the wall. It's yeah. like, because we realize, yeah, Mexico, your country right now is infiltrated by the cartel. They're running yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. You have corrupt politicians. You have corrupt government. Yeah. So everybody is entrenched in this cartel operation. And you're you're trying to let all of these people, or, or you're not trying to, but you're, you're flooding people into our country mm-hmm. with guns, with uh, medicine, people. with, uh, well, drugs. And people, people, yes. So let's put up the wall. At least that'll, you know, so fortify the country in some way. Yeah, that's a barrier. That's the Band-Aid. Uh, it needs then, to happen. Then, yeah, but then you see, like, these long-ass tunnels that are already yep. built. I mean, there's ways to get into the country, not just through Mexico. And yeah. and, and the other thing, too, is that I, I, I don't know for sure because I, I don't go to Mexico. I do know some people that have family in Mexico. Uh, I, we had the Uber driver that was from Mexico, still is a citizen of Mexico, and was like, eh, you know, it's pretty fucking sketchy, dude. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, but you know that citizens, unlike, let's say, Iraq, where even with uh, Saddam Hussein, right, they were saying at the time that, yes, he's horrible, yes, he's a dictator, all the stuff that we don't like about him. However, at least with him, there was some stability in the country, okay? Regardless of what you thought of him. He had it. He was. It was. There was stability. It wasn't chaos. And then we come in. We take him out. We try to govern this shit. We try to make new rules. And the country goes into a fucking full blown chaos. There's a vacuum happening. Yeah. For power. Well, the chaos was also caused, you know, by the U.S. military's presence, and then also by the religious zealots that were there. I mean, you yeah. had two factions of Muslim that hate each other: the Shiites and the Sunni. Yes. So I mean, that's not something that's in Mexico. You have primor- or primarily a Christian. Down in Mexico, yeah, right? I, I wasn't trying to get me. Maybe... Yeah, but this isn't a religious thing. No, yeah. It's just a, a two groups. But that's that, that contributed for... to the chaos over in Iraq. It did. Yeah. Just... I guess what I'm saying is, is that I, I'm sure there were uh, at least a, a handful, if not a decent amount of people in Iraq at the time that probably was like, I hate him, but uh, you know, we're functioning day to day and everything is like stable enough. Uh, granted, he's a, he killed people and he was terrible. Uh, I, I would say that, like, it seems like even Mexican citizens uh, are looking at this going like they're afraid and they don't know how to fix it. And you, how do Absolutely. you, you can't even yeah. trust that. You want to talk about not trusting police? Uh, have a police force that it could be at any point uh, dominated by the cartel. the cartel. Uh, yeah. They literally get bought out all the time. Uh, top officials being bought out by the cartel. Yeah. You well, never and know. I, and I think uh, I, I heard somebody talking about this uh, the other day. 
the the whole cartel thing is now under new leadership. Mm. And I guess before when it was uh, Chapo, right, controlling yeah, everything. Uh, he was more about like we don't hurt our own. We have respect for our own citizens. We mm. control everything by. I mean, we fuck up our enemies, obviously, but yeah. we control everything by by money. Money and control is power. Well, this I guess this new guy is, is fear is power. Yeah. So it's pretty much the Ozarks, bro. It's yeah. like the bad guy, the cartel, and yeah. the Ozarks. What and this guy's all about scares everyone into submission, kill who we have to kill. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but the idea of, like, mm-hmm. fucking up your enemy, the problem with it is, is, like, you never know who the fucking enemy is. Like, the yeah. enemy is anybody that says anything against them. So that's all people. Well, I think the I think from what this person was saying before, it was uh, everything was about the business. And don't do something that's going to hurt the business. True. And this guy's, like... Our business now is just fear and power. Yeah. But also we make money with the business. So my question would be when it comes down to it, if this was Russia and we had four American citizens in Russia and two were killed on the spot and two were kidnapped. Okay. How would we handle that? I think that we Biden would be out there like what they did was not okay. And there's a Russia's and blah, 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 blah. And they're really stepping over the line. But when it comes to the cartel, they're like, I don't know how to handle that. I don't want to fuck. It's because they use them. Yeah. That's true. Yes. Yeah. It's true. But I'm saying like as, the government makes money off the cartel. I mean, it just so. came out with the whole Katie Hobbs thing that she had deals with cartel members. So yes, I mean, in the election. Mm-hmm. I, <coughs> excuse me. I, I just think that this is a bigger story than we're kind of grasping right now because I feel like there's four people here uh, that seemingly are just normal, normal American citizens. Yeah. Obviously, they're African American or black or however you want to. I know some people prefer certain things. I'm not trying to get that point here. They're African-American people. They just went over there for a simple procedure, okay? And uh, listen, I, I understand how the race shit works, okay, with the news. Uh, if these were uh, four Christians, people would be like, well, they're over there trying to fucking, uh, you know, turn this whole thing, blah, 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 or they're Mormons and they're done. Yeah. We've they're already seen their that, ideas and that has happened. Exactly. And that has happened, too. That's happened, too. Uh, but in this situation, you have four people who weren't going over there for some religious thing. Who and I, I don't agree with. I just want to be very clear. I don't agree with murdering religious people, even if you despise the other religion. Uh, you don't? N- no. No. I'm, I'm, you don't have to say that, dude. <laughs> well, like, no, I just, I, I'm, I'm, wording, I'm wording this right because I know how people are, and so I know you say that, and I, I know that, but I'm just trying to clarify my position. No one should okay. be murdered when they go to another country. Period. Murdering is bad, people. But I'm saying this is a situation where I think people will recognize it and see it and understand that they weren't over there doing anything other than having a medical procedure. And I I do not understand how the government does not take this very, very seriously. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how Biden wouldn't come out if he hasn't already or if he's planning on doing so. Come out and say, if we do not have the two surviving victims back within X amount of time, we will send forces over there, and we will fuck you up to where you're a puddle of blood. Well, and I don't know. I don't understand how stuff like this hasn't sparked any kind of conversation between governments about how to, like, work together to eliminate this fucking cartel. Because they don't know who the government is. That's the problem with this with this situation. Infiltration. You, well, I guarantee they fucking know, dude. I don't know. You don't think they have intelligence mm, nope. to know who's dirty and who's not over nope, there? I don't. I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. I, like, it took them, like, how many years to find out? They're still finding out who's dirty in this own country. Well, here's right? the problem, Chris. Yeah. I would agree true, with I you. I would agree with you, actually. In most situations, I would agree with you that they do. But. Well, then at that point, then you just get permission from the Mexican president and say, we're just. Give me permission. We'll go in and take care of it ourselves. They kind of have. I think at some point with Trump, they actually were saying, hey, we'll come in and help you. And that was refused. 
I, and even with the president, I'm going to be real. Like, you don't know at yeah. what point the cartel goes, I'm going to fucking kill you or you're going to do what the hell I'm going to say. And at what point does he switch or does he become more lenient? That's why we're in this mess. Mm-hmm. No one's to be trusted because you and, and uh, there was a great series. and It was like a documentary about a guy who was going down there looking at cartel mm-hmm. and shit. And he was like, bro, all these police officers that are standing in this line right now, you don't know which one is bought out Owned, and which one's not. Right? And yes. that makes it very – it's almost like the whole civilian – like that's why Afghanistan and shit and, and Syria and Iraq was so dangerous because the child could have been bought out. They were a bomber. You never yep. knew who were civilians, who were <laughs> yeah. fighters, and it's, it would be very similar. And it would not be easy. But I'm telling you, a show of force may be needed at some point, man, if well, you're dude, killing our citizens. And it's it's sad because a lot of the well, I'm not going to say a lot, but you never know if people are just being bribed to do it, yeah, like for money, or if they're being threatened, like if their families are threatened, yeah. be like, hey, I'm sure uh, there's yeah, a lot we of have that. we have targets on your family's back, so if you don't do this for us, doesn't matter, say goodbye to them. I, listen, I get it, but like you can't just murder people because there's a threat. Like you, there are morals. Uh, I know that sounds, and I'm not in that moment. I'm not those people that are dealing with. It, but at the same time, dude. Uh, you can't just go kill everybody because your family's threatened. Uh, yeah. That makes you a bad person, too. It does. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it could be less. Like, you could have more sympathy for them. But at the end of the day, they, they took out people. Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if that's how extreme it is, which I think it is, that's my I'm point. Not, I'm not giving them an excuse. No, I'm just I know saying, like, I know that's not. how you can find it, like, kind of understand it a little further is you never know if yeah. their whole family is at stake. So you know? that proves my point. At what point do we end up stepping in? Like, How many Americans have to die or get kidnapped before we, and it, being a border country, how many how many have to do this before we step in and, and actually say enough's enough? We're, we're not handling this anymore. Or yeah. is it too deep? Are we too fucked? Uh, are we too in with the cartel? Well, to I, I imagine something? depending on who be, becomes president next, next year. The, we I, have I, two people right now. That's what I'm saying, though. There are supposedly two people still alive. We don't know if that's well, the I case. Well, I know. But we need him back. So Biden's not going to do shit, dude. I don't think he will. I know he will. I'm not. I'm not. No need <laughs> to get up with it. I get I Biden. Get it. Like, no one would be afraid of Biden. No, he but. Would, like, fall I, listen, down his stairs again. And- we need Tim Kennedy. God damn it. Like, Tim is just the man, right? Like, he goes. Remember that shit where he was, like, in Syria or whatever? Yeah. Like, getting people out of Syria? Like, that guy's a savage, bro. Like, like, why do we not have special forces at least going in and trying to figure out where they're at and get them out? At minimum, mm. at minimum, yeah. Like get their, get our best out over there and just start. Ta- These guys are like, yeah, they're dangerous because they have weapons and because they're willing to do it. But they've never, yep. they've actually never fought. I, in my opinion, they've never fought a real force. You have a bunch yeah, of citizens who aren't armed or that are like scared to death of you, and that's an easy pick. I mean, for them. they probably have fought Mexican military in certain instances. Yeah. Oh, get Stallone. Let's get the whole expandables. Like whatever we got to <laughs> do, bro. You know that actually be worth looking into is like the uh, the history of the cartel and the the battles that they've waged and the wars that they've had down there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they've had them. I'm, I'm, I'm just sure it's it, been freaking carnage down there. It's easy pickings time. when society as a whole, or maybe. Well, and I think arms. that's the hard part about fighting something like that, because when it comes to a cartel, there, the the quote unquote rules of engagement or rules of war don't don't exist. They don't exactly, they dude. Don't. It's straight up guerrilla warfare, and anybody on your side could switch at any moment because of like what we just discussed, like the bribery, the blackmail. Uh, I don't, I don't know that that's the case for I, I would, American soldiers. I would, yeah, I would. No, hope, not, not American hope, soldiers. Yeah. I'm talking about the historical fights with the the Mexican government. Sure. Yeah, I, I just think that this is big. I, I think that these people, uh, it's it's a terrible thing. They're just normal people, and I I have I sympathize for their families 100. percent And I, I'm with 
I don't know where they stand on this, but I, I would assume that I'm with making sure that they come back either alive. I hope that's the case. Uh, but the ones that maybe did perish, like we get them back so that they can be properly buried with their families. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think that this is a thing that Biden could do to help help him. I think this would help him if he showed a strong arm on this a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think he will, to Chris's point. But damn, I'm sick of this shit. Like, I want to be able to feel like we can go to Mexico and not be in trouble. But that's yeah. not the case, and that's why I won't fucking do it. So yeah, I, w- I would be telling, at minimum. Maybe one day. At minimum, I would be telling Americans, don't go to Mexico. Don't. Don't fucking go. And let's yeah. starve them Restrict from travel. the tourism so that they feel it, because they make a lot of fucking money oh, on fuck us. Yeah, they do. So yes, they do. starve them from tourism and tell them, if you guys can't get it together and you want help, we'll help you. Uh, otherwise, we're fucking done with you. Yeah. So we'll build that big ass wall. I'll put electric fence on the other side, and we'll disown your asses until you yeah. decide to starve grow tour- up. Starve tourism, and then put in massive fucking tariffs on yeah. any kind of product we get from them. It's time to put your big boy like pants on. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, come on now. <laughs> you know, All what right. I'm cool. you know, what yeah. I'm uh, I dig it. President Dave. President <laughs> Dave. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, guys, uh, it, it's crazy, crazy stories. Uh, very curious on what happens with the J6J, and Tucker is going to be murdering it over the next four days. It's so only going to get more interesting. And uh, let's mm-hmm. bring these people back, man. Let's give them back to their families, man. Like this is uh, let's let's take care of business. Let's show them, uh, the world why we are a badass group of people. Amen. Amen. All right, good night, guys. Greg, All right. cheers to you, man. Chris, cheers All right. to you. Right, sign everybody.